Chapter Six of *The King of the Golden City* by Mother Mary Loyola. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The King's Table. You might be sure that so generous a king and so kind a father would see that his subjects and his children were provided with all things necessary for them, but this is not saying enough. In a royal household, we expect everything to be on a grand and imposing scale. We look for not merely a safe shelter from storms, and sufficient and suitable clothing for protection in all weathers, and rest and recreation after the labors of the day, but for these things in abundance. Above all, we look for a well-spread table, that none may go away hungry or disappointed. For food excellent in quality and unstinted in quantity, that all may grow up well and strong. But would anyone expect a banquet every morning? Surely not. Even in royal nurseries this is not provided. Yet the good king did not think this was too much to prepare for the little guests at his table. He invited them, rich and poor, every day, and it was always a royal banquet that was made ready. More than this, he himself set before the guests the costly food he had provided. Now there were some folks who, thinking themselves wiser than the king, blamed him for this, saying that it was over much generosity and waste, that he made himself too cheap and would be treated with disrespect. Children of seven were too young to understand who he was and what he was giving them. They would not value the daily banquet which it cost him so much to prepare. They would not thank him. Nay, some, they said, would stay away because it was too much trouble to get up and make themselves fit to sit at his table. But the king paid no attention to these wise acres. He wanted the children round him. He knew that what he had made ready for them would make them strong and good and happy. He loved them and hoped the thought of his love would make them love him in return. So they were always welcome, and it was a beautiful sight to see him in the midst of the little white-robed throng. One thing only he strictly required of all, the white robe. No one might come to his table without it, under pain of incurring his displeasure and dreadful punishment. A man had once dared to do so. He was driven out of the banquet hall and was never seen again. Near the hall was an antechamber, where a white robe might be had by all who applied for it properly. Small stains on the robe did not prevent people from sitting down at the table. Still, the purer it was, the more welcome was the wearer, and the richer were the jewels with which the king was sure to adorn it. So the guests were advised to remove all spots as far as possible. The king used to go amongst his guests with the presents he had for each. Those got the most and the best, who had taken most trouble to get ready, and who were most earnest in asking. If we ask for many things on our birthday, people will think us greedy. The king never thought his visitors greedy. It was noticed that he was more pleased to give his good things than they were to get them. If ever he looked displeased or disappointed, it was when he was asked for nothing. End of chapter 6